You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. What's up, everybody? John Bush here. And I want to talk today about what's going on with Israel and Hamas. And I don't know that I'll get too much into my position. I mean, you don't even have to take a position on that stuff. Really, I want to talk about some geopolitical implications of what's taking place and then to bring it back to what the focus is of the work that I do with the Free Academy and the Freedom Cell Network and all the stuff that I'm involved in. Uh, you know, what does it mean for us as far as our freedom, our security, our prosperity? Because I think things are not looking good. And I think there's far greater chance that this Israel Hamas, Israel Palestine ongoing issue uh, now uh, has the, a greater potential than the Ukraine Russia thing to descend the world and superpowers into, into war, big war, not some skirmish uh, on some third party, smaller country playing field that's been going on for a while now. But that seems to be the status quo. Um, so I also want to shout out uh, my podcast audience. I'm going to be making an effort to publish more podcasts. Those will be formal podcasts, sitting down in the studio, interviewing folks, but also these walk and talks. So shout out to the podcast audience and of course, folks watching on YouTube and all the other channels where I'm going to be publishing this. So of course, you are well aware now that there is a pretty serious conflict going on between Israel and Hamas and uh, just to recap, uh, several days ago, a week ago or so, Hamas did some little storm attack, breaking through the defenses and getting into Israel and apparently killing a bunch of people. There's a bunch of misinformation that spread right off the bat, but I mean, ultimately, who knows what's really going on unless you're there to see it yourself. But it seems pretty clear there was a lot of people killed. It was like a terrorist act. And uh, the response by Israel and the IDF has been very strong and heavy handed. And apparently ground forces are preparing to invade Gaza Strip. I don't even know if we call it an invasion. This whole conflict is like, it's just reeks of, it's just terrible really, I think. And I think this whole concept of a nation state is at the root of a lot of this. And someone could say that it's a religious war, but really that seems like a red herring. It's really like a war to control land and to have a place for different groups. Everybody needs a place to call home and this whole nation state concept, it's us or them, this or that, let's create this arbitrary geographic district. In fact, you know, the United Nations comes in and carves out this district after World War One, and then further after World War Two, and there's all these shifts and changes. Uh, I think it's really sad. And I guess the point that I want to make is, first of all, too, like my heart goes out to everyone that's passed, um, but you know, the way that things have happened against the Palestinian people for quite some time now, uh, I think it's just atrocious and what's happened in the Gaza Strip. And again, everybody's getting polarized. You got to pick sides and I'm on this side. And if you're not for this or you're against that, if you're not against that, then you're for this. That's all BS. People not capable of having a more mature, nuanced perspective, in my opinion. So you can be against what Hamas did to innocent Israelis, and you can also simultaneously be against what Israel has been doing 
uh, to Palestinians in the area, especially in the Gaza Strip, which is basically like an open air prison. And there's this phenomenon in society where people just get so desperate that they do terrible, terrible things. Again, not justifying any actions, but it's just, it's a fact, Jack. So what does this mean for people everywhere in the world? Well, unfortunately, there's these skirmishes. The world is so interdependent and there's skirmishes that threaten to bring economies, markets, peoples, soldiers, humans into, into chaos and instability. And what spurred this video in part was this was uh, Ray Dalio and Jamie Dimon. So Ray Dalio is this billionaire investor, and he wrote this book about changing world orders. And there's this empire, empire curve, and all throughout history, there's been these empires that had the global reserve currency, uh, you know, Hungary, Great Britain, the United States, and they would come and go, come and go. And there's this uh, curve that you can, this growth curve and then this subsequent decline that's predictable based on similar factors. And one of them, of course, is racking up all sorts of debt, civil war. And uh, he recently came out along with Jamie Dimon. I don't know which one it was, but they said that there's a 50% chance that this Israel-Palestine conflict, Israel-Hamas conflict, turns into a bigger world war. And of course, the most likely path that that could take would be Iran getting deeper involved, perhaps through uh, Hezbollah, and of course, Syria uh, getting involved in the area as well. And then that, you know, a, a Middle East regional conflict obviously would be detrimental to markets and human life. But then when you consider that, you know, Russia has a stronghold in in Syria and other areas in the region. And apparently China just sent a bunch of ships over to the Middle East, uh, which is pretty unprecedented. This has the potential to go hot. And the reason why Jamie Dimon and Ray Dalio were taking a position on this is that they want to make sure, which is actually something I saw from Patrick Bet David. They want to make sure, you know, they don't want the markets to get all shattered and all crazy and chaotic. And so this has the potential to affect all of us, interest rates, uh, pensions, uh, the stock market, all sorts of stuff. Um, when there's a war economy, things get really hardcore inflation. I saw somebody speculating too, like this could be uh, foreign powers sensing weakness on behalf of the US, uh, getting bogged down in Ukraine, just shelling out hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine. And that's not really going anywhere as far as pushing back Russia. And so if the U.S. is to get involved in financing multiple different wars in different countries at the same time, it could be very detrimental to the economy, which is already completely screwed right now and completely indebted. Uh, after COVID, right, there's all these boom and bust cycles, and those usually happen from the Federal Reserve. When I talk about solutions, I'll be talking about Bitcoin, right? Uh, the Federal Reserve Bank creates these boom and bust cycles by inflating the currency, by changing the interest rate. And of course, after COVID, all that new money got cranked into the economy. The economy, the printing presses and the creation of new digital money was just going gangbusters, bailing out different firms. And, uh, and then it only continued and created massive inflation and a crazy, crazy increase in the money supply. And this, of course, has caused a massive detriment to everybody, especially working class, poor folks. 
And so if this, if the United States is going to start financing and supporting Israel's defense even more, they all, always do all the time, and Ukraine, um, it's going to only weaken the United States dollar. And if there's even more geopolitical conflict between Russia and China and the U.S., there'll be even more plays in order to limit the use. This is the phenomenon called de-dollarization, uh, limit the use of the petrodollar for trading commodities globally. And uh, people could get really screwed because of this. And for me, when this type of stuff happens, of course, my heart initially, you know, the first instinct is my heart goes out to all the innocent victims and families that are losing loved ones now. It's hardcore. Um, but it also makes me feel angry about this fake, satanic, manipulated system. The whole thing's a fugazi and that they can just create money and that people are struggling so much right now in the U.S. and globally, and they're just like continuing to crank and fund Ukraine. It's kind of like let them eat cake moments, like in the French Revolution. They just don't even care. And it always boggles me too that people still pay allegiance to these institutions, you know, of their own accord. And they think that this is the way we need to organize society. So there's a lot at stake. And as a proactive solutions focused person an activist and entrepreneur, I want to encourage people to allow to let this conflict and this treachery that's taking place and the monetary manipulation, let it serve as a motivator for you to double down on your exit and build and preparedness goals. It's critical. It's so important for the future of humanity. You want to talk big, big picture, right? We're born in this time for a reason. It's critical. It's incumbent upon us to do everything that we can, everything in our power to expand our power, to expand our reach, to expand our influence, to level up, to skill up. So we can create an alternative future where human beings, hopefully as many as possible, but even if it's just little pockets of communities, we operate outside of this terrible system. We have decoupled ourselves. We have become independent of this manipulated monetary system that has tax slaves and tax cows that finance foreign conquest. And it's all about subjugation of as many people as possible. And you're mixing in all this new technology through the World Economic Forum and the Fourth Industrial Revolution. That's what's taking place right now. And it's up to us to just opt out of that. So if you've been following our work or if you woke up in COVID or if you're just like, yeah, I'm fed up. I know that we need to be using alternative institutions, alternative currencies, parallel systems, and maybe you're just dabbling a little bit. I want to encourage you to take it to the next level and think about the possibility of future outcome. You know, those that are crazy enough to change the world or the ones that often do something like that. Like, why can't we push these ideas and they already are being pushed out. Why can we push the ideas of decentralization to the point? Why cannot, why can't we recruit so many people? Why can't we build so strong interconnected alternative systems that are anti-fragile and decentralized to the point where we weaken the predator class's ability to inflict so much harm on such a grand scale because at least a significant portion of the population, we freedom people, 
we have opted out of their nonsense. And we've presented, not only are we opting out so we don't have to continue to subsidize our own oppression and foreign wars of aggression, but we have, more importantly, we have demonstrated to the world and to the masses that are also fed up with all this nonsense and know that politics is total BS and they're just done, even the most mainstream people, we can demonstrate to them that there's an alternative way to live. There's another way to organize human beings and to make decisions as a group. There's another way to trade amongst ourselves that doesn't involve all this Fugazi funny money and exploitation. And we can do it in a way that is in harmony with the earth. And that's what our mission is at Literary Academy, the Freedom Cell Network, the Greater Reset. That's the work that we're trying. That's what we're doing here. And I feel like we're early pioneers or founding fathers in a movement that has the great potential to upset the status quo, to upend the oligarchy and the totalitarianism and to create hope for humanity. But it's going to take work and it's going to take more than watching videos online. It's going to take more, but thanks for watching and listening to my podcast. It's going to take action. It's going to take a lot of action. And there's like, we're living in this incredible age where we have tools that were just gifted to humanity, like Bitcoin, a decentralized currency or Monero, which is a decentralized cryptocurrency that's private. All the transactions are obscured. We have these tools. We're living in an age where we have the internet, encryption, communication. People are getting together because of the media, the alternative media and social media when used for good and not censored. Uh, and there's all these alternative platforms too. Uh, the message is getting out and the people are getting united. That's what we're doing with the Freedom Cell Network. So just really want to encourage you to take action to not just listen, but to say, see these ideas, uh, the work that I'm doing, that other solutionaries are doing, and ask yourself, how can I implement this in my life, okay? In order to help with that, we're doing a free webinar. It's all about creating the counter-economy, and that's really what it's all about. You got all this crazy evil taking place, evil in the world, manipulation, people that are programmed and living under a non-playable character spell. That's taking place, and we have the opportunity to provide an alternative for ourselves, our community that already gets it, but then hopefully people will see the shining beacon of light, the escape plan, the exit plan, and they'll join along with us. And a big part of that is to build our own counter economies, to decouple ourselves from the legacy financial institutions, from the centralized corporate hierarchy and the big government control over human beings to build the counter economy. It's a term that was coined, it's a strategy that was coined by Samuel Edward Conkin III in the New Libertarian Manifesto. It's something that I discovered in 2008, 2009, and it played a big role in my shift away from politics and just truthing and yelling at government buildings towards building parallel institutions. I've been at it for 13, 14 years now, and I want to invite you to learn this plan, this idea known as agorism, revolutionary market anarchism, building counter economies, and specifically there's going to be an emphasis on Monero, the privacy coin, and how we can leverage these coins to opt out this, this decentralized privacy coin Monero. We can leverage it to opt out of that centralized institution and the central banks, and we can weaken their ability if enough of us take part. It's going to take time. It's going to take strength in numbers, but we can weaken the ability of the money manipulators to endlessly create new money and use it to finance foreign wars of aggression, indebting future generations that aren't even born yet. We are going to demonstrate to humanity there's another way to do life. 
There's another way to do business and there's another way to organize society. That's my mission. And uh, again, I got this free webinar. You can sign up, follow the links below or go to livefree.academy slash counter economy, livefree.academy slash counter economy. So then again, just to sum up and again, shout out if you're watching the listen to the podcast, make sure that you subscribe or subscribe to my YouTube channel or the various channels that you might find this on. Um, I want to encourage you when, when there's crazy stuff going on, see like, okay, what is the opportunity for growth here? How can I leverage this insanity that's taking place and use it as a, as a reason to double down on my efforts? Because it's going to take a lot of activity. It's going to take a lot of people. It's going to take thinking outside the box. But most importantly, it's going to take action and believing that we, the free people of this planet, have the ability to turn the course of history away from centralization, despotism, endless wars, human suffering, and towards a new civilization that's rooted on peace and freedom, voluntarism, and people coming in together to solve their common problems in a peaceful way. All right, this is John Bush with Live Free Academy. Again, uh, livefree.academy slash counter economy. You'll get access to the replay, but you got to register. Hope to see you there. Let's do this, guys. Peace. Peace.